Oh, we come up with so many million dollar ideas here on the podcast. I honestly, what I want to do is a super cut of every single one. (laughs) Would that make you happy with that bonus episode? Just make your heart explode with joy. (laughs) Yes. And also, if we if we intercut uh, Shark Tank things. (laughs) You know, I feel like the Japanese version of that particular uh, uh, show would be people uh, over, you know, suspend like the entrepreneurs are suspended over a dunk tank that's full of sharks. (laughs) And literally, all it means is that if your idea is rejected, they press a button and you fall right through. That's amazing. I mean, that's amazing. That's that that's ninja perfect. warrior spirit. I did see a better Japanese game show one time uh, where, <laughs> not that your idea isn't amazing. I'm sorry. I didn't need to know that. I'm very yes, Andy. But I just want to say that, like, if there's a way we could incorporate this, it could only ramp it up where um, it was uh, teams of uh, married men and women who were married, wait, heterosexual men and women who were married. Mm-hmm couples and they put all of the women behind something and there were just cutouts for their boobs and so oh the, the guys had to tell their wives just by i think by feeling the, the boobs of all the people so everyone gets groped <laughs> by everyone and in an uncomfortable plywood cutout that probably is oh probably <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, hopefully they all signed the appropriate waivers. But like, oh my god, that is great. Wait, <laughs> did you see this? This is something that you saw. Did you? Yeah, dream yeah. It? No, I didn't. Like, I, it's not a fever dream. I saw that with my own eyes. They did a similar one with the guys with their butts, and the women had to touch the butts. And I was like, that doesn't seem quite the same. It is not. The it same. should have been everybody's butts. It should have been all butts. Everyone and their butts. has butts. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great equalizer. <laughs> Welcome, friends. We are the world. (laughs) Some bullshit. Like, welcome back to our landline. That was very disappointing, though. Um, I do have a friend, Don's friend, Marty Kelly, uh, used to record um, his responses to telemarketing. Uh, yes, I want to find that treasure trove again because he would just, he would just, if he had time, he would just fuck with people until they hung up on him. It was beautiful. Yes. Yes. So, um, I mean, uh, another apropos of nothing situation, but um, are you familiar with BT Direct? No. BT Direct uh, is, but definitely was, like the operator of the UK. Operator? And, uh uh-huh. Okay. And it was toll-free... And you could access it from the U.S. Hmm. Mm-hmm. From any given payphone for literally nothing. This sounds like teenage shenanigans, and I'm listening. It was oodles of shenanigans. And uh, I used to go down to, like, I'd walk down from my house to the little tiny center of town, which is very sleepy, and, like, I don't know, go get a fucking Choco Taco at the... <laughs> the convenience store and outside the convenience store was a payphone which I used regularly and um, once I learned about BT Direct every time I was there I would call BT Direct on the payphone because wow here's some English people for free <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh- 
I mean, you know how I like accents, so I feel like I would have absolutely done the same thing. Girl, you should be on the phone with BT Direct all day, every day. Wow. What did you guys talk about? Did you make any friends? Oh, it got so weird. I bet it like did. Like, you fucking know it did. It got so weird. And, okay, granted, I'm... Sh- I, I know for sure that part of that was me. I was I was oh, definitely think? trying <laughs> part of that trying to keep these people on the phone. But I was like fourteen. Sure. And I cannot tell you how many men picked up the phone and heard a child like very lightly, you know flirting and fucking with them on the phone and immediately started to dirty talk. (laughs) What? Oh, uh, yes. Wait a minute. So wait, you weren't getting an operator? Who were you getting? Okay, so you pick up the phone. Walk me through this. Start at the beginning. Uh, When you get to the end, stop. Okay. So you dial whatever like the three or four numbers were that you dialed on the payphone, and it, you know it was like it, it gave a an international dial like. Oh yeah, that's the best. <laughs> that was shockingly good. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know I would know how to do that, but there we are. <laughs> and and and. Then you'd hear a little click in the line, and you'd hear BT Direct. This is Nigel. <laughs> okay, so it's the operator. You're getting someone who's being paid it, to you answer are. the phone. Okay. You're getting an operator. You're getting someone who is about to dirty talk with a child while on the company dime. Oh my god! Okay. In what I can only presume is a call center. Right. <laughs> so somebody's taping that. Mm. <laughs> Or not. I mean, maybe they were just a shitty company with no oversight. Or not. <gasps> it's interesting. Uh, Scandaliza. Uh, real Scandaliza. I don't, I mean, I, I, I know that there were times that I was so creeped out that I just hung up on them and was like, maybe I'll never do that again. <laughs> <laughs> and then four days later, I would make a different choice. And <laughs> I was like, I'm bored. Oh. <laughs> Time to call England. Uh. What? <laughs> At whose expense? That's insane. Right? Can you imagine fucking Nigel in like Leeds or some shit being like, <laughs> just like lowly talking into his microphone while like, I don't know, Shirley and Maud are sitting on a, I, also I don't know why it's 1965. Uh, 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 um, I feel like, like Nigel's still just, a very contemporary name for British people. Uh, yeah. yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, Nigel. Uh, I do like a mod, though. <laughs> Jeez, girl. I was just saying the other day, like, <laughs> like I if, of all the things that you can say kids today about anything, none of us, like, like I am never truly bored anymore. Like, <laughs> the, the knowing of, like, having your thighs stick to a hot vinyl seat in a waiting room or something... While your mom is doing something that you think is dumb for possibly an hour with right. nothing to do except for make up nothing. stories about the shapes in the wallpaper in your head. Like, yep. I mean, come on. Boredom is really good for your brain. It it's is. really excellent for your it brain. Is uh, If you engage your brain during that boredom. <laughs> and if you don't, you end up with soft bump like Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, my Fonty Fontanelle. 
Much soft bum. Much soft bum. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I feel like paleodontic is something. Paleodontic. I think there's something Pure, to do with Periodontitis? Perio, no, but that made my gums hurt, whatever you just said. <laughs> periodontists are what? Uh, I don't know. That's the thing, though. Is that Are the periodontists the people who treat your vagina dentata? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, can you imagine someone just giving you the fucking nitrous mask and just putting it over your mons? You'd be like steaming your vagina in laughing gas. If my By vagina, the way, if my vagina could laugh, she would <laughs> laugh all the fucking time. Oh my god, I cannot tell you how much I love laughing gas as a person who has never otherwise oh. done another, uh, done a single uh, you, okay. substance. So ever. I have, I had two teeth pulled, and I have never had laughing gas. How did you get laughing what? gas? What was that for? Fucking laughing gas is great. And when I started going to my new dentist, who is the like basically the only person that I've seen besides my childhood dentist. Mm -hmm. Um, my new dentist's office was like, would you like laughing gas? And I was like, what? Uh, would I? And they were like, yes. And they put that mask over my face. And first of all, I can't, it, first of all, it feels like a gravity blanket. So I think the, the actual mass of, of nitrous oxide is heavier than what we breathe mm. and so you f- like your lungs feel heavier but in a very comforting way huh. it just kind of feels it feels like something is sitting on your chest but not in a panicky way like someone folded up a gravity blanket and just okay. put it on your chest so there's that and then i'm like oh my god why am i just like sinking into this chair this feels great and then you hear something innocuous happen on the tv and your eyes kind of cross, <laughs> and the corner of your mouth just starts going up, and you start thinking about it a little more, and the other corner of your mouth starts going up, <laughs> and then it just starts the... <laughs> so wait, this seems like not a great thing for a dentist to do, because they try to put their hands in your damn mouth, and you're like giggling? I mean, you can be really giggly, and it, uh, like, the first couple times they did it with me I wasn't really giggly I was I was kind of just like smiling and staring off into the distance and feeling very peaceful and then one time through I I got the giggles for some reason that I will never ever remember (laughs) 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 ever (laughs) and and I remember my hygienist started smiling and just like waited for me and um and then I was like no 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 it's okay I you can do it (laughs) She goes back to my mouth, and I just sort of smile, and my chest is, like, shaking as I'm holding the laughter oh, in. Oh, my word. <laughs> I love laughing gas. Wow. So, uh, today's, <laughs> today's podcast is sponsored by Huffing. <laughs> Dental supply companies. I mean, inhalants. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing. I I feel like, I mean, I don't think a whole lot of people are really going to the dentist right now, so I feel like I could roll up in there and be like, hey, let's have a chat. I do have this chipped filling, but also. 
I do really, 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 really want to go to the dentist, but it also feels like the least good thing to do. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. oh, hold my giant orifice open for an hour. Mm. I promise that we you... won't swap droplets. <laughs> right. Well, you put all of your orifices near me. <laughs> I don't think you're going to the right dentist, Jen. <laughs> That's not a dentist. I have news for you. <laughs> Why is his apron made of leather and he's not the one getting the x-ray done? The laughing gas, though, is the same. <laughs> That's the one controlling the situation. So we had originally thought that we were going to talk about... We still we will. Still, yeah. So we, 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 we don't have to jump ship yet. So... So I only first heard the term woo-woo um, as uh, a reference to, like, a broader non-Judeo-Christian spirituality maybe, like, seven or eight years ago. I don't I don't really know what people referred to it. Uh, new agey. People were just like, it's new age, right? Yeah. And then yes, suddenly... Yes. Um, Metaphysical. Yeah. Oh, that's the word I was looking for before. When I was oh, like, really? supernatural? That's not it. Yeah, metaphysical. Metaphysics. Totally. That was absolutely what I was looking for. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because Jen is very into astrology, and I was kind of curious as to how she came about that, because that's not something we've ever talked about. Uh, listen listen to Grandmama here, friends, youths. Uh, back in... <laughs> Back in the 80s and 90s, it was like everybody had abandoned all of the excitement over astrology that they had in the 60s and 70s when, like, what's your sign, baby, was, like, the thing. <laughs> yeah. And that was definitely still a cultural holdover, like, it, but it was used almost as a joke. Mm-hmm. And so when I came into this world and was like, ooh, what is this? Like, um, I was fascinated and excited by the zodiac uh i think my mom probably even though my mother is not this person at all my mom uh was the gateway because my mom had this oversized garfield sleep shirt (laughs) yes okay yes 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 there was for a, a large handful of years in the 80s they made these giant garfield sleep shirts where garfield was an incarnation of one of the signs. And so uh, my mom had a cancer one. My mom and I are both cancers. And I was like, what does this mean? And she's like, it's when your birthday is. And it's when my birthday is too. This is us. And I was like, that or excite. <laughs> and so <laughs> I tried to, I very much um, related to my astrology kind of constantly, but I did so in a vacuum because there really were no, there was no social support. Kids weren't into it. The adults weren't really into it anymore. I had nobody really woo-woo in my life, although I bet if I had tried to engage with my mom's sister on it, my aunt, um, she probably would have dug in with me. She is a Virgo. Virgo. (laughs) I love my Virgos. Um, And, uh, and she's like into it, but um, yeah, otherwise I really didn't find the support. So it's not like I sought out the kinds of things that I can seek out, certainly on the internet now, Um, (laughs) or even the wherewithal to like try and find books that I like, but um, really when it got to take off was when I started getting 
Teen Magazine subscription. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Okay, me too. Yep, 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 yep. Right. Yep, yep. I kind of just like liked it. Sassy in my... and all of those. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, sassy. I know. Um, I kind of just liked astrology in my own little bubble and knew what I was and like, um, ge- maybe generally had an idea of the astrological um, calendar, but. Um, once I started getting teen magazines, you know, they would always include your horoscopes. And I was like, well, this is fascinating. So there was that. And then there was Twist. Twist was only around, it wasn't around very long, I don't think. But it came into being, I think it was technically an English-owned publication. And it (laughs) launched in like 2000 or something. Okay. Twist. And I probably got a mailer, and they were like, you read other magazines. Do you want to read our magazine? And I was like, yeah. You're a person who reads magazines. (laughs) And Twist came to me, and girl, they were on some next level shit. Wait, so what? It was a whole magazine about astrology? It wasn't about astrology. It was like a normal teen girl magazine. Okay. But each one, like, heavily featured astrological stuff. Ooh. Whether it was, like, a giant article about your compatibility or a pull-out poster, I oh, got man. from Twist. I love me a pull-out a poster. pull-out poster that was a 144 square grid and down the y-axis was his sign and across the x-axis was your sign and where the two intersected it would have a blurb and you know a certain number of hearts to uh, oh my god encourage you to understand how you were naturally compatible or incompatible and i probably didn't even throw that away until i was like 22 (laughs) that's that's so great even wow. though at this point I could like I could I could recite it to you in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. And so Twist always had focuses on astrology and I would I would rip out the posters and I would really I would like deep dive through the astrological articles that talked about uh, the signs and their strengths and their weaknesses and their predilections and um, I and, and it, it fascinated me. I was totally enamored of it. And in reading that all the time, I started to really know the dates basically by heart. Sure, I could tell who anybody was, and I um, and I often I I pretty much knew it for all of my friends all the time. Oh, sure. And it still holds true. <laughs> so, um, the, I, and, and there are still, there are still, colla- you know, decoupage collages that I made <laughs> for Gabby and that she made for me. And we would rip out and cut up all of the, like, Scorpio and Cancer stuff. And oh we would God, put it amazing. next to each other. And, yeah, yeah. And uh, I almost want to say... I almost want to say Twist would even do like 
you know, so fucking heteronormative. But like they would have like a whole chapter that was like what to expect for his sign this month. Mm-hmm. And it was and then it was like God, what a terrible thing grid. to tell teenage <gasps> girls to do. To like hyper analyze their boyfriends uh, uh, and what they're how they're tr- oh no what a, oh that's girl that's creating monsters that's not cute I mean <laughs> addictive for sure but like those very poor addictive boys I knew all their love days all their bad days all the right like but, but it was oh, you know man. it was cursory yeah. it was very surface level it obviously doesn't take the entire astrological profile into consideration which is critical sure um and so so I knew all of this and I and 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 it just covered my walls and my notebooks and was constantly <laughs> at the top of my mind and uh there was also I would say the only other big thing that happened in terms of astrological stuff was that um Victoria's secret for a short period of time I think it was 2000 I think it was 2000 made this astrological perfume series (gasps) i remember that yes yes Uh and i don't remember how many products they made of each fragrance but i know that the thing that year was to get this perfumed pen and so it was you know a pen that was pretty and it had like the name of your sign on it and your constellation and whatever and in mixed in with the ink was the, the <gasps> fragrance that they had made for Whoa. you. Whoa. I thought just the so pen I had, was smelly, but the whole ink was smelly? No, the ink was smelly. Oh, and hot. so you'd write, and it would smell like Capricorn, or Woo! it would smell like cancer. Or, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was great. And uh, listen, the, the nothing smells better than a fish goat, so, so look out. <laughs> Love me, my fish goat friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Is that petrichor and loam I smell? <laughs> Craggy coast on a desolate northern island. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> As you peer out of the foggy lighthouse in the distance, <laughs> I'm writing the copy for it. It's happening. Yes. No. It's you. Honestly, you should have written for the Peterman catalog, girl. <laughs> that's that's where I got my sensibility for like purple prose was absolutely yes. catalog. Oh my god! Also, probably I get it again. Awaken some troubling. Uh, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes. Yeah, so all of that was really the most that we got at that point in our lives. And so unless you had like a grown up enabler, um, it was I wasn't able to really dig into sure. it in the way that I ultimately would, um, and in the way that it is kind of my favorite personal hobby. For if you're just gonna leave me alone for days, all I'm gonna do is astrological research. Like uh-huh. <laughs> that's my shit. Yeah. So um, there was that, but there was one. So Twist kind of just had this sensibility, and this is also why I, I'm pretty sure they were UK owned because one of the other weird fucking things that they introduced to me were rune stones. Oh, nice. Okay, druid rune stones um which is much lesser known in the states than it is abroad like because it's like a gaelic uh, thing right i think so yes 
I think so. Um, and so <laughs> this one month, they did, you know, did they like the, the featured article is like, tell your future all the time. And they had this perforated tear out, uh, several perforated tear out sort of cardstock sheets where you could, they were runestone cards. <gasps> and you, you, you bent them down their perforations and you ripped them up. And then you had this deck of like 20 to 30 cards. And each one had a different rune stone on the front, and on the back was, uh, like, pick. You know, it was some, like, little bit of wisdom Mm -hmm. and advice. And it, the article was like, here's what runes mean. And I feel like they really skated over the kind of, like, druid, Gaelic, um, almost witchy background Mm -hmm. of them. Oh, sure, of course, because it was just some pop culture stuff that they shoved in a thing, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and I have honestly never since ever seen runestones spoken about so flippantly. Hmm. You know, like they're, they're like they're treated with more respect, honestly. <laughs> and uh, and they were like, you know, tear them up and and then keep your card, keep your deck of runestone cards next to your bed, and then when you wake up in the morning, just draw one, and that will be your uh, that will be your advice for the day. Let me tell you what, bitch. I drew a runestone card every day for, like, years, and they were prophetic as fuck. Wow. Uh, Wow. I don't know what spirit was coming through that Teen teen Girl Squad magazine. (laughs) But it was spot the fuck on there were like only a couple times when i was like "Eh, this wasn't so this wasn't so applicable Uh but most of the time i was like this is what the rune said wow (laughs) well i mean yeah and then there's also the case to be made where it's like are you paying more attention to that now but still sure yes yes absolutely red car right um for sure (laughs) Uh, I mean, in hindsight, it's very, very possible that the advice was, like, stuff that you should do all the time anyway. Mm-hmm. That's fair. <laughs> but I do feel like it was fairly specific. Like, it was definitely more specific than than a teen girl horoscope would be. Mm-hmm. For sure. That's great. <laughs> yeah how fun maybe you could like write the, figure out like where those people are now and write them some kind of little fan letter. You're like, mm-hmm. just so you know, this actually was kind of awesome. Dear Team Astrology of Twist Magazine. <laughs> Circa 2000. Man, I loved magazines. I loved them. They were such, like, an interesting way to let your brain go and just, like, pull in some images. Granted, a lot of them were harmful and, you know, fuck people Absolutely. up. Absolutely. But, but, right. like, I I will still to this day, I there was this one girl, don't know the name of the, uh, of the model, but she was on the cover of Teen Magazine. And she was the first time I looked at someone else's eyebrows and felt bad about my own eyebrows. I was like, really? her eyebrows are so thick and straight across. The, it let me think about who I wanted, how I wanted to look, for better or for worse, in a way that I have not really done in a long time. Um, mm. With the added bonus of, like, embarrassing stories about tampons. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and occasionally uh, very insightful rune cards that change the course of Gen Pond's life. Dude, they were incredible. 
Absolutely incredible. Wow. Unbelievable. <laughs> so um, that is about as weird as it got, as I can recall. By the way, I just quickly Googled. It's really, really, really hard to find the Victoria's Secret. Oh, VS2000. Oh, 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 hang on, hang on. VS2000. Oh, oh, it's magic. Cancer. They, yeah, this must have been something very special that they were doing strictly for, um, for like Y two K. The world is ending. Get your smelly pen. Yeah, but um, yeah, they called it VS two thousand, and they had it for everybody, and they are indeed selling them online. For more than I should pay, but maybe not more than I will pay. <laughs> I kind of want to. It was very pretty. In the year 2000. Man, can you believe we're real far from that? 2020. Girl. Girl. Hashtag yes, 2020. <laughs> Oy. Oh, my good lord. So I, I, indeed. That's fascinating. I, I mean. So that's what I got. Yeah. I, I will also. No, go on. I will also say there was a very short period of time where a Ouija board was used. Okay. I have, have we I talked have Ouija boards on here? I don't remember. Never. Okay. But I would like to, and maybe that will be, maybe that will be our, um, uh, our, our. Our closer? Uh, no. no. I was thinking maybe it would be our segue. Oh, sure. Into what, into the other crazy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I had a Ouija board. I don't know why my parents got me one. It leads me to believe that maybe I asked for one. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not have any bad experiences with the Ouija board. Do I think it is something that is made by Parker Brothers for public amusement? I do. Do I also believe that there is a dimension that if you really are trying to invite it to open up to you, it will? Uh-huh, I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> so I know that a lot of people feel like it's just, you know, a, a dumb little playful ruse, and I think it can be, but I think if you distinctly go in with that energy, and, like, we've talked about actually in our, in our fucking quarantinis, dude, like, when we did, when we did the scary stories... Mm-hmm. I mean, I have had friends who have had supernatural experiences mm-hmm. say to me that if you imagine it, like we're all here on Earth and there's, you know, and above us there's air and clouds. And if you imagine this like thick layer of cloud, everyone has an antenna. How high is your antenna? And if oh, you that's interesting. want your antenna to be high... You can make it high. I would not advise that shit. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Strongly recommend that you do not. However, if you want, if you want that, all you got to do is want it real hard and your antenna goes up and penetrates that thick layer that separates the tactile and real and flesh and blood from all the other shit that's out there in the ether that I have no, I have no way of explaining. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, um, and it's, 
And and part of keeping that antenna down is not looking for shit like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, I I don't I don't think I ever had a legitimately scary experience with a Ouija board. Um, I think that in the times that I used it, there was really like it was just you know kids doing stupid shit. Sure. However. Once I kind of got it in my head that it could happen, I put it in a drawer and never, ever took it out again. Because I was like, I love, I love scary shit so much. I really, really do. But I would never, ever, ever want to encounter that. Sure, yeah. Where it's like titillating until you're like, oh, no, this is not. Yeah, no. I don't actually want to be haunted. Mm -hmm. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. I want my antenna to be an innie. Please. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you don't want the ghost inside you, Jen. That's bad. I mean, I mean, it depends I've heard on what you're like that too. <laughs> oh come on, that's definitely Ophelia. That's something's. That's somebody's something for sure. Oh man. So how about you? Uh, so okay, so I had I don't think I had a Ouija board, but I I remember very distinctly being at like it was a flea market at the SPCA. So it was raising money for the animal rescue um and I remember because they had the tables out they also had a petting zoo. I don't know if that's a thing that SPCA's do at other places, but they did it here. Um so I remember I had just like learned uh, about alpacas. I was like, oh, there's an alpaca. Um, and then I was looking at the crap all over the the tables. Now, this was probably, let's say, like maybe 89 or 90. And for those of you who don't remember that time, you could actually still get wicked cool stuff at like yard sales and all on all of those things. Like there weren't, uh, there wasn't eBay. Nobody was like picking through things. So no one was curating them to make their cool little hipster vintage store going through silver to see if it was plated or real silver because silver didn't wasn't worth anything back then. Like, so it all of these things like you could find such fascinating nonsense. And what I found (laughs) that my mom would not let me get, which then made me want it even more, was a hand carved wooden like somebody had burned, used a wood burner on a plank to make a Ouija board and the planchette was carved out of like soapstone or something. It was, I gotta tell you, uh, something inside me was like, maybe I am a witch. And I was, I was so drawn to it. I looked at it and I like touched the planchette enough that like grownups around me were looking at me like, uh, what's she doing? Is she going to steal that? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely was like being conspicuous about my weirdness about this thing. And I was like, mom, (laughs) I didn't say it like Cartman, but like, and then I remember that like in the car on the way home my mom just kept yelling because she watched an adult uh like chase the geese to get them away from his child instead of just telling his child not to hit the geese but <laughs> after that I was like I am so curious about all of this and my mom was like you know it is this, but it isn't this, and also just don't do it. And I was like, "Well, that's not an answer." <laughs> so what the fuck does that right? mean? And then people like at sleepovers were doing like 
Bloody Mary or Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board and all that stuff. And I was like, I didn't understand it and it kind of spooked me. And the Bloody Mary thing... I was like, that seems nuts. But then, like, the Candyman movie came out, and that was a whole thing. Oh, God, I love Candyman. Um, but, like, and also Beetlejuice. Like, every there was a whole, there was, as much as there was, like, a um, robots becoming sentient move in the 80s, there was also, like, a, an interesting, like, ghosty spiritual thing that I would be yes. willing to bet. I mean, like, outside of horror movies, because that was never my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but... When I was in college, um, my uh, my friend who was adopted, uh, let's call him Joe, and we were at okay. a party, and everybody was on the Ouija board asking the Ouija board who they were going to marry, and it was just like a drunken, silly good time until Joe went up, and he was like, ha-ha, Ouija board, who am I going to marry? And it just went, no, 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 and he was like, wow, what? Am I alone forever? And it went, no, 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 no. And he was like, well, what does that mean? And it went, it just kept spelling gay over and over again. And, oh, shit. and Joe wasn't out yet. Um, <gasps> which, again, that Ouija board had a very, like, uh, um, 90s, heteronormative. heteronormative 90s version of whatever married men. But regardless. Right. Um, and then uh, Joe was like, you don't know me. You don't know me. And so then it started spelling out Paul. And oh and God. Joe went totally white as a sheet because Joe was adopted and his birth name was Paul. No. And after that, I was like, I don't like this anymore. That's oh shit. That's amazing. And also, he wasn't touching the planchette. He was like standing, um, like at least like three people deep outside of the table that everybody was watching. Where were you when you witnessed this? In a double-wide trailer. Shit! <laughs> yes, you were. At a banging theater party that was full of Thunderbird <laughs> and Aftershock. Oh, bless. <laughs> uh, but for to say all of that, like, my... Um, where I am now is just sort of open to things. I don't know that I have something that I subscribe to, but I... I I have a my birthstone is garnet and I have a very strong affinity to garnet. Um, in fact, I showed you I have like a marble sized star garnet that is for me just like so grounding and and so this for me it doesn't matter to me if any of this is placebo effect or not. I do think that there's something out there that we don't understand and I think that there are vibrations that that there's energy. Um, I mean that's actually science, um, mm-hmm, but. Mm-hmm. Um, like the way things conduct heat and the way, um, you know, just the fact that static electricity is a thing. I, uh, there's enough meaning in all of that for me to be like, oh, okay, cool. Um, aromatherapy, the fact that lavender oil can physically calm your heartbeat. Um, and, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this is nice and it makes me feel relaxed, but why is it? It's not just because you believe in it. It's because it actually has a physiological effect on your body, but that can go further than that um right yeah like we we discount we i feel like we try so hard to be in in control of our lives and our bodies that we are really willing to just shove under the couch anything that we don't understand right um 
to that point when you were talking about uh, uh, Ouija boards, my my mom, so we grew up Presbyterian, and I was telling Jen before that my mom, she believed in past lives. She, to a certain point, believed in reincarnation. Um, my mom, my mom had very vivid dreams, like memories. She felt they were memories of her in ancient Egypt, like in a, or no, Egypt and Rome. There was definitely a chariot race Shit. involved, but like, yeah, she didn't, she didn't feel like she was Cleopatra or anybody, but she felt like she had lived many lives. Um, and that made sense to me also. And, uh, so I grew up with like, you're, we're Christian and we, these things are okay and these things aren't. And some Christians believe this, but we don't. And also probably reincarnation. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, and also probably chemtrails. Like she was really big into conspiracy theories too, but she was more like her spirituality took on more of a a shape of Kabbalah where it's like, um, a a mysticism. There was a mysticism to her belief, belief in God and Jesus, um, that went outside of normal realms for sure. She liked to talk about the, uh, apocryphal books of the Bible, um, which aren't necessary, but there's like magic in the Bible. Also, which is right. You know, it just depends on where the magic came from as to whether or not it was heresy or an act of God. Um, and so it was unusual that she was so supportive of me looking into new agey stuff. We had a new age bookstore, which it was called, I think it was called Chelsea's. Yes. Um, it was a, it was run by a lady Uh, and it had all kinds of stuff in it that I would have never seen anywhere and crystals and like anointing oils and all of these books and, and silly things like rubber stamps, which were a very weirdly big thing in the nineties. Um, Oh yes. Oh my God. I had so many. Same here. What what were we even, it was like a step up from stickers. I had so many stamp pads and rubber stamps. What the fuck? I had embossing powder. What a great vibe for money. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Of course I did. I don't do anything halfway. Of course you did. Um, (laughs) No, never. So, uh, but then there was also like a a witch. What was, oh, Lish would remember. There was a bookstore. There were two stores right next to each other. One was like a head shop. So it was was where you would go to like get your incense and your weird tie-dyed things to hang from your walls. Um, Like tapestry things. But also had, had some records, but like weird posters there was a whole thing for a while where it was like a flocked poster where it was like um um raised velvety shit on your poster like why would you want people to put their grubby hands all over your walls but everybody had to feel your poster um but this the witchy store um i loved that store by the way i feel like every mall had one and i loved ours was not even in the mall these two stores were side by side in a weird little strip mall in a part of town that we it was like a few towns over that we didn't usually go to um Mm -hmm. maybe norfolk but i i wish would remember um the witchy store was like very a witchy store. There was totally different. It wasn't a head shop. There was none of that shenanigans. There were there was it, the place was run by a wonderful, beautiful fat lesbian, and she had the. There's one in New Hope. Oh, I'm sure there is. There's a great witch store in New Hope nice. that I used to go to with Brittany all the time. Yay! I'm. I'd always New bring Hope. back something interesting. I love. New we'll Hope. go to New Hope maybe if anything when, is. Yeah. 
ever. Yep. <laughs> Let's just think about it in our hearts. Um, so, uh, the she had this big big let's say rottweiler kind of dog that and the dog mm-hmm. was also a girl dog and the dog's name was sappho and i remember <laughs> her explaining this this lady just like explaining like sappho and the like how that tied into lesbianism and all of that stuff and then i remember looking up and there were all of these weird like they looked like round coconut purses that they were just like hanging um, next to the weird hippie backpacks that everybody had that were like, they weren't made out of Baja, but they weren't not made out of Baja material. Right, um, yes. And I was like, what are those? And she laughed. They had a drawstring that like yes, didn't girl. work. Yes. And then a flap over <laughs> that had like way too big of a D-ring for you to ever like close it with the D-ring thing. Yeah. Right. Dumb. Um, <laughs> good for all of your pogs and hacky sacks. God, I, love <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Um, and I was like, what are those? And she laughed to herself. And my mom looked kind of like a weird face. And she was like, uh, those are purses made out of bull testicles. <laughs> uh, ceremonially castrated bulls that they then turned into, I don't know if it was meant to be a handbag or a ritualistic satchel of some sort, but I was like, these bitches are not fucking around, and I love it. <laughs> I love it. I would beg my mom to take me there just because I wanted to be around those women. I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. And it was such a different vibe from Chelsea's, which was like, clearly, it was like the woo-woo version of, um, oh, what was the Jesus bookstore even called? Not Precious Moments. Heaven and Earth. <laughs> Heaven and Earth. It was definitely, like, brightly lit and not heavy incense in the air and, yeah. Anyway, like, lots of bumper stickers. <laughs> Whereas this witch store was where you went to buy your witch supplies and talk to other witches, and I loved it. Um, <laughs> my mom also gave me my first deck of tarot cards, which, like you said, you hid your um, your Ouija board. I wound up putting away my tarot cards. It was a regular uh, Rider weight deck that she had had, so it was vintage from probably, like, the late 60s. Mm-hmm. Well-worn. Um, I think that there's something about tarot cards where you're supposed to not use other people's tarot cards, so maybe that was something to do with it. Oh, yeah, like cleaning the energy of your deck? Mm-hmm. I think that you're supposed like, to have your own yeah. and, like, bond with it. Um, but I learned enough at least about the major arcana that I could do a couple of different styles of readings. Nice. And I, I got freaked out because mine were always, when I read for myself, they were way too relevant to what was actually happening. Ooh. So I was like, maybe not this anymore. And I remember consciously not taking them to college with me. Um, wow. And Which is probably for the best because Flagler, Flagler was haunted as yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flagler College in St. Augustine, Florida. <laughs> haunted as fuck. Like, um, we did do a Ouija board in the dorms one time and it didn't, it was nonsense. Like, it wasn't any good. Boring. Oh, God. We, I tried it a couple oh, of times oh, and nothing oh, good ever oh, came Oh, out. that kind of not any good. Oh, yeah, no, no, Got no. It. it was totally I thought boring. you meant, like, like a terrible presence. No, it was, like, I remember one long, drawn-out episode where where it was, like, I miss my brother. Please call him on the phone. And then we were, like, what's the phone number? And then it couldn't give us a phone number. And I was, like, well, you're either <laughs> BT Direct. 
Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Hi there. Um, I was just speaking to my Ouija board, and I wondered if you can connect me. Do you know a Nigel? Are you a dirty girl? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Is this <Fuck>. Leicester? <laughs> sorry, I was looking for Dorchester. Bye-bye. Yes! <laughs> Gotta go eat a Choco Taco. <laughs> a Choco Taco, you say. periods of time where I had like specific fragranced oils that I felt very connected with um I have I've been all over the map when it comes to things like this I'm currently um oh oh what what are you I've always been drawn to hematite also um Mm. shh poops that's not what this is um when I was at my last job that had a ghost which I'll fight you on that there was a damn ghost in that place um i got these green stones from a gal in gainesville and i want to say malachite 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 yeah Mm -hmm. so it's a beautiful like light and dark green striation um and again just like feels really good obviously i picked out the ones that i liked um and you know whether it's like a worry thing or whether it's an actual did you trap ghosts in your mouth no no they were meant to be like for protection because I was getting mixed reviews as to what I should do about this ghost. Some people were like, put out, put a little drink, maybe like say hi and just like put a whiskey out for him or something. And I was like, that, I'm going to knock that over during the night. That's a bad idea. Um, and then other people were like, don't engage. You don't want them around. Like whatever it is, is unfinished right. business and or it's not a ghost. So you definitely don't want that around. But um, uh, I would keep- Oh, God, that reminds me of one of those scary stories yes, that we read. Yes, where it's the, Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Samesy, samesies, where it's not a ghost. Herc. <laughs> that was the New Orleans one, if I recall correctly. Yes. yes. Fuck that, that really one. That stuck with me. Fuck that one. Stuck to my ribs. I know. I know. Um, Herc. Herc. But no, I would keep this in mind. I have a jade egg, but I didn't get it because of Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> Does your vagina have ghosts? <laughs> Only if I'm doing it correctly. <laughs> but yeah, I have I mean I don't I don't I I think about spirituality. Oh, uh, one one thing that I was into for a really while um was I feel like I've heard different um, explanations or definitions of numerology, but the version that I was doing was a book that was about your name. So you would draw a diagram. I know the book that you're talking about. Yeah, it's like a black book. It's like called the... Oh, maybe I'm looking at the... Maybe I'm thinking of the different one. This one is by a guy named Dale something, and it's called like the power of your... Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe something like that. I mean, it could have had a million different covers over the years, but it was it was almost like a workbook. It was flat Mm -hmm. and like notebook shaped, and uh, flat like a book, Lillian, you asshole. Um, (laughs) Thin. (laughs) Stop it! It's all over. Everything's all over. Um, uh, But no, I think that your name tells a lot. I think your name and your birth order tells a lot about you. 
And yes. whether or not it has to do with like when you were born and how how much all of that affects how you're hardwired. I think that um, your name has to do with how your parents thought, how your parents brought you up, um, and what they exposed you to. So that's like nature and nurture on both sides with your name. Um, and I would do, I remember charting out both my full uh, muggle name and my nicknames and things like that. I never mm-hmm. did Lillian. Maybe I should do Lillian. Um, yeah, you should, actually. I really should. I wonder where that book is. But uh, I, I was very obsessed with that for a while because it always got a, like, whoa from people. That was the one thing where people were like, ah, oh, that's creepy. That's eerie. Um, yeah. And birth order, I haven't really thought about it in a while because I haven't been around people for a while. But um, I am being an interesting mashup of youngest and only because my sister's 11 years older than me. Um I am acutely aware. I remember I met a girl one time and I was like, how many older brothers do you have? And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, you have at least two older brothers and you're a few years younger than the younger one. And she was like, what? Are you, what? That's crazy. And I was like, oh. no, <laughs> you're exactly like the baby. Um, she was like uh, very bratty, but also very like tomboy sporty. Um, that's not, and that's mm-hmm, not everybody, mm-hmm. but like, I was just like, you've been around a lot of men and you have been told by a lot of people that you are very, very pretty. <laughs> nice. There is, so uh, to dovetail with this, um, part of, I, I mean, I'm more woo-woo now than I've ever, ever been. Um, I dive real deep into that shit. And that's still not even remarkably as deep as, as other people go. But um, I've done some, numer- I've done a good number of numerology studies. And um, one of the simplest ways to incorporate that into your daily life is the numerology of any given day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what you and I have talked about for sure. Like your year. Yes. What number day is this? Yeah. And like your life number is the full number of your birth month, birth day, birth Mm -hmm. year. But the numerology of the day is like if a baby was born today, what would that number be? Mm -hmm. And that is not only the, the life energy that the baby is going to carry with it, but also the energy, the way that things kind of flow from day to day. Mm -hmm. So... For example, today is 7-3-0-2020. So that's 4, 3 is 7, 7 plus 7 is 14, 1 plus 4 is 5. Today is a 5 day. Um, and it just cycles like that 1 through 9 ad infinitum. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can kind of like game that to your advantage and just go with or against the current. But if you try to go against a current, um, life is just going to be more difficult. Sure. Do you have any recommendations? Do I? Do I? Oh, who are some of your favorite? Tell us some of your favorite astrology people to follow on the instance. Oh, my God. Channy Nicholas. Oh, you guys. Oh, y'all. Channy Nicholas, spelled C-H-A-N-I. Channy is a queer astrologer whom I respect so, 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 so much. Uh, she is prolific. She does okay. So she she's well known enough that she does the Oprah magazine monthly horoscopes. Oh. She also does like Spotify works with her to curate 
playlists for your sign every month. Oh my god. Did not so know about that. You, now obsessed. Yeah. Yes. So if you go if you go on um, onto Spotify and you search Capricorn, it'll probably be the top recommendation. But but Chani also does she she does um, virtual courses. Not even like you have to fucking show up to a class. You know, it's like it's a video module set and you get a login. And so for each new moon, for each full moon, for each major astrological transit, she she custom creates these beautiful in-depth courses that are reasonably priced. She's absolutely incredible. Um, And... Even if you even if you just follow along more passively, like get on her email list because she writes beautiful, prolific, tapped in shit. By which I mean, during the eclipses in Cancer season, she sent the most beautiful, moving email that was about like Cancer being the nurturer and Cancer being about care. And while we are facing all of this autocracy and fascism and people like being murdered in the streets, the only choice is to care. And so the only way we can fight back is by showing up for other people, is by um, is by bearing witness and receiving pain and healing pain. And it's this sort of maternal community energy. It was awesome. So she, you know, she's not just some... She's not just talking out her ass. Right, sure. <laughs> I love her. I also really love a woman named Deborah Silverman, who is, uh, what she does on Instagram, and by the way, Deborah is D-E-B-R-A. She's loopy. She's fun. She's a double air sign, so she's just like... She's very double air sign. Gotcha. She's fun and easy and breezy and like you could almost say it's a little ditzy, but she's not ditzy. She's just a lot of air. And she um and she does videos on Instagram every other day for the new moon transit. Oh. So the moon changes its astrology every couple of days. Uh like right now, I think the moon is in Sagittarius. But it's gonna be in Capricorn probably tomorrow. Oh. I don't have my calendar. Well, let me brace myself. <laughs> um, and the and uh, and her and they're they're just they're sweet videos of how to like how to ride out the energy of the day. That's helpful. And I also really want to talk about um, a woman whose username is Black Women Cry. Her name is Six. And she is also queer. She's working on a PhD in human sexuality. Um, She does horoscopes for Cosmo and Bustle. And she's a baby. Like, I want to say she's like 28 or something because she's been posting about her Saturn returns. She's young. But she is so good and she knows her shit so much. And I, I just, I love the perspective that she brings to things. I think she's brilliant. And she also has a podcast called uh, Astrology Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Astrology Sucks. If you look it up, it's her, and I can't, I can't remember her co-host, but I believe they are both black women who are astrologers, and they're great, and they are young, um, but they're they're. they're incredible so those are some wonderful 
at least Instagram resources for you. That's awesome. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. What's your recommendation? Oh, I don't have anything really right now. No? Put a jade egg in your vagina. I mean, <laughs> or if don't. we're going to talk about vaginas, I just got this thing called the Perry Fit, but I don't know if I can really recommend it yet. It is uh, a Kegel exerciser. <laughs> um, don't worry. It stays charged for 10 years. 10 years. Sure. Okay. 10 years this thing stays charged. Um it's a, uh, for those of you who are unfamiliar with this concept, um, you have muscles inside and around your vagina that have to do with the inside and around of your vagina, but also have to do with your urethral strength. Uh, and I'm tired of wondering if I might pee when I sneeze. Um, I mean, it doesn't happen all the time, but it happens enough that I'm like, I don't want to do that anymore. And I'm only 41 and I've never had children, so I don't know what's happening with, with my pelvic wall, but I'm ready to strengthen it. Um, and, uh, the idea is that you train by playing games on your phone by squeezing this thing inside of you. Imagine every time you jumped, instead of pressing the A button, you squeezed your vest. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, and, exactly. you know, using breath support and stuff like that. And there's, um, it measures, uh, a deep muscle as well as, as well as a shallow muscle. And I am only learning about the deep muscle now because my score on the shallow is like way high. And the other one's like, you have a four. And I'm like, I don't, that's not great. Uh, anyway. But it, to be fair, isn't the deep muscle far enough away from the urethra that it isn't really involved? Why don't, I mean, I guess it's, involved, I don't know enough. But- to know but either way next week I want, on all the fun i want both of those muscles as as pumped and uh lit and gun show <laughs> crunk i want to be able to lift with my vagina um but no and that's more than anybody who's listening to this ever wanted to know about the inside of me but i don't i think... could cut that if you want to make no, it no, it's fine i don't care um, this is something that happens. Women don't talk about their bodies nearly enough. So if I have to make up for it for some people, then let's go. Yeah, anyway, okay. uh, I'll come That's back good. with a better um, analysis of this thing. But uh, yeah, your pelvic floor <laughs> health is important. That's all. If anyone wants to look it up, is there a, like a code P- that you have? No, I don't have a discount. P-E-R-I-F-I-T. Um, and again, the instructions are obviously translated from another language and are not super clear. Uh, so there might be a better, um, Kegel exercises out there, but that is the one that I bought off of targeted marketing. Thank you, Instagram. Bless. Uh, also I will say we always ask you guys to come send us your stories. Uh, you're also welcome to send me your birth chart. (laughs) If you want to send in your birth chart, I can't even help myself. I will happily spend an episode <laughs> telling y'all what your birth charts mean. So you want dates. You want people. You want to do people's charts. Also, we would be very interested in you guys rating and reviewing. Yes, please. That would be super duper great. I mean, I think there is actually a little bit more discovery happening, but um, but it it would make us so very happy Yay. if. You guys could do Happy that. Like and like a little goat. Like a little sea goat off the Scottish moors. <laughs> that smells real nice. Well, thanks for listening, you guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we did a lot today. It's always a roller coaster here on All the Fucks. It is.
Yes, much like our little tender uh, moopy hearts. Moopy smoopy. Love you. I love you. Bye. 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 Bye.